Hola, F1 fans. Welcome back to the pod to discuss all the events that happened in the uh, Circuit de Catalonia uh, race circuit this weekend. Uh, so this was uh, a race that, uh, that happened after two weeks, right? So there was a considerable gap and something historic happened uh, during this uh, time frame. Uh, uh, Charles Leclerc was back in Monaco and he got a, a chance to drive uh, Niki Lauda's uh, iconic, iconic. Ferrari. Yeah. yeah, that was something, right? Like to bring back all the stuff. Yeah, I mean, Nikolada was a great driver back in his day. Uh, I mean, uh, I don't know if, if people don't know about that story or the viewers of, or like the listeners of the podcast are too young, they should watch the movie Rush. I think that'll, uh, you know, give them a good idea of what Nikolada was all about. Uh, but also, unfortunately, I think Charles Leclerc shunted the car a bit. And uh, I guess we wouldn't want an iconic car to have that treatment, but, you know, they can always patch it up then. Make yeah, as well. That was somewhat like a break failure is what I hear. And in some sense, uh, Leclerc has always had bad luck in Monaco, right? So probably mm-hmm. uh, him getting into this incident and wrecking the car now is good for when they actually race in Monaco next could weekend. Be. It could be. It yeah. could be. Maybe this is what it's all about. That uh, he's yeah. going to wash away his bad luck by wrecking Nikilada's car and then uh, <laughs> go on to win the Monaco GP. Yeah, I think that would be like the perfect... Uh, finish for Leclerc. Uh, now, before we get adrift and then lost in discussing Niki Lauda and all the iconic stuff that happened in Monaco, let's come back to the Spanish Grand Prix and then discuss everything that happened, right? So, uh, last time, a couple pods back, the keyword for this year's F1 was just popusing, popusing, popusing. And now, that whole thing has just moved over to upgrades, upgrades, upgrades. Like, you go up and down the paddock anywhere on the grid. Anyone, everyone's just talking about all the upgrades that have come in during this weekend. And classic Gunther style, uh, Haas were the only team to announce that they have, they have zero, zero upgrades, upgrades going into this race. <laughs> yeah, what do you Gun- think? Gunther is clearly the gangster of F1. Like uh, Whatever Gunther does, it, it always perplexes people. But, uh, you know, Gunther is Gunther. He got to do what he got to do. So pretty bold move to have zero upgrades when everyone else is uh i think like aston martin had up to 20 odd upgrades and uh, yeah i believe there was also an fia investigation against or not really against but investigating if uh, the upgrades that aston martin made were too similar to the upgrades that red bull were making i don't know what's happening a lot of crazy <laughs> stuff going on this weekend yeah th- th- that thing right uh, so what really happens is before you bring in the upgrades, right? You need to submit uh, all the specifications yeah, all the of specs. all the parts yep. to the FIA. And when the FIA received all the parts specifications from Aston Martin, they appeared to be very similar to those of Red Bull. And that's why they had to start an investigation to investigate why there are these similarities. And right. later on, they came to the conclusion that uh, even though both teams are putting in similar kind of parts, both uh, came to the conclusion through their own studies, own wind tunnel experiments, and uh, own uh, factory research, right? So yeah. they arrived on their independently is what was the ultimate conclusion. But uh, it's always uh, up for speculation and in debate, right? Like something that was called the pink Mercedes not so long ago is yes. now the green Red Bull. <laughs> Aston Martin seems to have a problem with uh, 
uh, how they frame or like structure their cars they clearly go after the uh, winners you know this year they realized that uh, you know uh, having a car like the mercedes is probably not the best idea maybe ferrari or red bull and i guess they stuck to red bull yeah the, that's some uh, crazy stuff there but even other than that right if we just talk about the upgrades most of the upgrades have been uh, geared towards the floor of the car it's all there to bring in better airflow they're all trying very clever cheeky things they can do with uh, the airflow in particular so that they can get more uh, uh, downforce and then uh, they can like play around with other parameters right so yeah. every, most if we look at all the changes for all the teams like floor is one common thing that everyone have made some modifications to but uh, yeah like, like if we'll only see how all these things uh in the, the next few races yeah. yeah yeah i would say i i wouldn't say there were any major performance like relative performance differences this race you know the ferraris and the red bulls were still in the front hamilton and russell with their mercedes somewhere in the middle and mo- most people were still in their places so maybe everyone's made the right updates and the relative positions remain the same but uh, i'm sure they'll find the unit a little more and we should see some more action coming in yeah yeah and one more thing right like purposing which is affecting mercedes drastically right in the last five races so with the new airflow update right the they are i think going to combat that purposing and then i think it's going to be much better uh, mm-hmm. and it did look like it like i didn't see too much bouncing around but that is true yeah this was not a but it's a, yeah exactly depends on the track too so we'll have to wait yeah. a little more to see what the exactly. changes have led to exactly but some of the engineering was to counter purposing yeah. like in the in the floor uh and uh, moving on from there uh, we should discuss another uh, thing in from quali right uh, the new rule change that was brought in from imola that oh, requires right. uh, that all the drivers to have yeah an upper limit complete their outlap yeah. yeah so for for all the f1 fans listening in and who are not familiar with the new rule change so it's basically uh, a rule now that the outlap needs to be completed in a certain amount of time uh, as opposed to like they can't be slower they can't uh, take their own sweet time on the outlap to start off the quali lap so they, they for the Circuit de Catalunya. This time was one minute thirty-one seconds. So they need to get in to the start of the uh, their actual quali lap, uh, and the outlap needs to be completed in that time frame. Uh, but over the weekend, there were around like fifty-five violations, and around eighteen drivers uh, didn't pay much heed to this rule change and then took their own sweet time. Like, yeah, is there any it's... reason for these violations? Sucks. Like, why are we seeing so many violations? Like. why are the drivers not getting there in time like how yeah, does it yeah it, it's it's unclear right now why there were so many violations it could be that the drivers are just not aware or they, it's not on top of their mind you know they're just sticking to their regular strategies uh it, it could also be that they're actually really trying to keep up uh, or like make sure they don't uh, make these violations but maybe it's a really tight violation and maybe the FIA has to sort of loosen up their uh, constraints a bit right uh Yeah, there's a lot of things that could be happening here. We have to have to wait and see how it pans out in the next few races. And I I think if the violations continue to be this high, where 18 drivers are committing 55 violations, the FIA should make some changes. 
and uh, yeah. probably loosen the constraints at least a bit correct and this is a little bit controversial right like given especially this is in barcelona and mm-hmm. then the track temperatures that, run up to yeah. 50 degrees celsius it's it's like extremely tight there so if if drivers are slowing down and then taking their own time to get to the grid just to ensure good uh, temperatures while others are trying to stick to the rule and then getting there in time and are somewhat overheating the tires right exactly. so that yeah. that somewhat yeah it, it's it's unfair yeah it's unfair like yeah. uh, it's uh, it's also unclear what the fi is uh, i mean it's unclear what the penalties are for these violations right like we we got to wait and see how strictly they'll be enforced in the future I mean, this race was this race. Whatever happened, and uh, luckily or unluckily, there were no major changes again. Uh, at least as far as the positions, relative positions are concerned. So let's see how it plays out. Yeah, uh, I think only Hamilton was someone who was like extra slighted with this uh, thing where right. some were trying to follow someone or trying to follow, and he was yeah. really concerned about overheating the tires. Yeah, Hamilton yeah. is generally very like he does try to. stay within the boundaries and he yeah he does he doesn't you know refrain from speaking against when like there are when some people follow rules and some people don't so it's kind of expected let's see if that leads to any changes makes sense now i think yeah i think should, uh, yeah let's talk about the race, race. Uh, we've we've had a lot of non race conversations because this was quite an interesting weekend but the race yes i think uh who do we talk about i think let's talk about leclerc first like he was having an amazing race he had a great start and uh, just until his he had that uh, engine failure or uh, i don't know what the issue was his car just lost power and i think around lap 27 and that's it he dnf this was this was going to be an easy race for him to finish he had a great lead but uh, just wasn't his day yeah a little unfortunate for them for uh... Ferrari and Charles today, and yeah. just the weekend, right? Uh, he had uh, an incident during uh, Q3 in qualifying where right. uh, he had a spin in uh, turn four, and he yeah. literally had one chance to uh, maybe have a shot at pole, and pole, right. he just delivers an excellent, extraordinary lap, like two purple sectors, like yeah. everything, just squeezes everything in one shot, right? Like. one opportunity he just capitalizes on it and then yeah. puts the car on pole exactly goes Sadly, from that and even the today start right where uh, he 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 cut across he like goes across to the right and then completely cuts off uh, any threat from verstappen right, overtaking Westapen. and retains the lead like his some his moves were brilliant and it looked like he would go on to win a stellar race today but unfortunately that was not to be the case for uh him and uh, ferrari today yeah uh, there was it, it's almost like the reliability issues that uh, red bull was facing have now moved on to ferrari because you know they're just losing power midway it's it's not even like towards the end of the race or it's unclear i don't think the car was overheated or anything he wasn't really pushing it he just had a natural lead and he was just maintaining his lead uh yeah we should see how ferrari deals with this because this was quite an unfortunate uh loss for them because first thing is leclerc lost the post pole position and red bull also uh overtook ferrari in the constructors championship after this race so there's some stuff they have lost and uh, i hope they figure stuff out so that we continue to see an interesting season 
Yeah. Uh, the the massive gainers over this weekend are definitely Red Bull. They got yes. a one to finish with Max and Perez. And Max is now leading the uh, oh, driver's championship. championship. Yeah. And Red Bull are leading the constructor's, constructors championship. championship too. Yeah. So it couldn't have been more perfect. Uh, yeah, I think it, it, in the previous episode, we were just discussing that, you know, like uh, Verstappen is now in striking distance of Leclerc. It just need, he needs one DNF or he need like three or four races where uh, he beats Leclerc and just the next race, it's done. Leclerc yeah. DNFs, Verstappen finishes first and uh, there he takes the lead. Yeah, it's just crazy. It's just just super crazy. Like yeah. this, this year is just uh, tumultuous. Like if people who are excited for last season, I think this season is just going to knock you off your feet. Exactly. Like, it's 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 still anyone's game in the top three, exactly. depending on how events unfold in uh, uh, the next few races. Uh, it's it's hard to really pick a side and say that yeah, this is a team that's going to stand out and win this year. Right. Uh, the the game is still on. Yeah, uh, I think yeah. Moving on, we should uh, since we did talk about turn the turn four issues a little bit with uh, Charles Leclerc in Q three. We also had a couple of incidents at turn four during the race itself. I think at lap seven, uh, Carlos Sainz just spun out uh, and so did Max Verstappen. Eventually in lap ninth, they both lost a lot of positions where Verstappen maybe not that much from second to fourth, but I think uh, Vesta, uh, Sainz stumbled down all the way from like four, four or six to like four, you know, out of the points, six, 12 yeah. or 13, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, and uh, it was quite strange because both these spinouts didn't it they didn't involve two cars or two drivers. They were just one driver trying to do his thing and then just spins out into the gravel. Yeah. Quite, uh, I, I think it's somewhat of a driver error. That that uh, turn four looks like it's going to be a uh, slippery slope or it's going to be something that's very challenging for drivers or something that the drivers are yeah. going to be. More it's going to take going a while for them to adapt to it and I'm sure yeah. people will have to develop some strategies around uh, getting around this turn. Correct. It, it seems like it's a lot of a driver error kind of thing because yeah. you're carrying in a lot of speed. You're going to hit your uh, brakes much later. So if you miss your final braking point, you're pretty much going to end up in yeah, pretty much out in That's the what ground. it looks yeah. like. And the drivers are not even fighting it. The moment they've missed their braking point, yeah, they, they just let it go. go. Yeah, they yeah. just let it go. They, yeah. They know there's no point of fighting it. So. Exactly. It, it, it's That's the beauty of F1, right? Like in every turn, every corner, the moment you miss your breaking point, there's no reason to you fight it. You've lost it. it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah that's, why, it that, that's why they say consistency is key, right? Exactly. All these laps, we have roughly 60-odd laps almost every time. And, uh, you know, they have to stay consistent for every turn, every straight. We need to have, they have strategies for overtaking at different turns. That's why, that's what makes the sport really interesting. Yeah, this is something to definitely watch out for. I think next time around, there'll be more people buying tickets on turn four just to see what happened. Exactly. What's going to happen. Yeah, some some kind of sales also going on in that yeah. game. See. And let's also move on to uh, Sergio Perez, right? Uh, oh, Perez. Yeah, his, his weekend was uh, a little bit controversial and not the most ideal way to start or finish is what I would say. Right, right, right. Uh, I agree. To, like, it's clear that he's the second driver in Red Bull. I think we all know it. He's not the first driver, but 
it still feels a little unfair and unfortunate sometimes right because he's a great talent i mean sure verstappen is potentially a better driver in general but uh yeah was sergio had a few unfortunate events or like a few misfortunes i would say where you know he, first of all he didn't get to do final uh, he didn't get to participate in the final practice one because i think there's a rule where you have to let uh, some rookie drivers participate in at least two races right something like that yeah two uh, practice sessions they need yes. to give each team each team needs to give the some rookie drivers a couple of practice sessions and also he was asked to let verstappen overtake him eventually which uh, i mean sure it makes sense from a t- the team's perspective their uh, winning candidate is max verstappen he's driver one so it's still quite unfortunate for yeah. uh, checko these kind of things somewhat demoralizes the driver is what i think yeah. right uh, yeah i feel like if the driver has internalized that they are the driver number 2 you know something like bottas you could say he would occasionally feel bad about like letting hamilton through but he was always a team player he understood that's like the bigger cause it's a team sport or whatever so uh, i see perez doing something similar we haven't seen any you know controversies around perez being un- uh, like saying things which you know or being expressing his uh, unhappiness about like letting max through or max being like the number one driver so yeah th- this was kind of like a first weekend where they made it somewhat apparent yeah where they picked perez to not go on, go on to take the fp1 session and also they asked him Ask to him through. max through there was no fight for the position or anything it was just yeah. strict team orders to just let the exactly. other driver pass through so yeah i hope uh, uh, this doesn't happen often so that the driver itself does not uh, more, like feel he's the second driver right that that kind right, of inferiority right. complex or that yes. kind of confidence is not taken away from him that's true yeah these yeah. are highly competitive athletes right so i'm sure none of them want to be second everyone wants to be first here exactly yeah let's uh, moving on let's also talk about uh, mercedes a bit hamilton had an interesting race but before we get to him let's talk about russell for a bit uh, russell continues his uh, you know streak of finishing in the top 5 for all races this season he got a second podium of the season too good performance by him uh, i think throughout the weekend uh, he at least he can hold his position right like even with all the top races of course if leclerc did uh, finish the race he probably dropped by a position or two but uh, i think overall still a pretty good performance by russell yeah th- there were a couple of racing uh, happening between Verstappen and uh, and Russell, Russell yeah they were pretty much wheel to wheel and then the action was pretty exciting yeah uh, yeah another interesting thing right it's uh, Gasly uh, Max Leclerc and Russell all four of them have been karting against each other since uh, since forever yeah yeah and Lando uh, like all five no, of them Morris, it's, yes it's 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 basically that entire school of kids who are yeah they're all taking over f1 at this point right exactly yeah. exactly it's 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 just crazy lando is in uh, uh, mclaren russell is in uh, ferrari mclaren is in yeah. f- uh, ferrari it's just crazy like how all of them have made it into big teams now and right, right. they're again going toe to toe it's right. just a graduation it's like school high school college and then f1 
<laughs> exactly. That's what they do. I mean, this is the Gen Zification of F1. Like, uh, we're going to have more Gen Z drivers than we've ever had before. So, sure, the sport's going to evolve in an interesting way. Yeah. The, and it, it's like you can see how closely matched they are, right? So whoever right. you give, they're not going to just let the other person go through that easily. Yeah, they they've been competing with each other for exactly. almost all their lives. So, uh, the spirit of the competitive spirit is strong within all of them, especially against each other. Let's uh, talk about Lewis uh, Hamilton too. Uh, he had a bit of an interesting race. He had a collision with Kevin Magnussen, I think, in the first lap. Uh, Magnussen spun out because of that. Uh, again, this was at turn four, I believe. So, yeah, a lot of stuff going on at turn four as usual. Uh, yeah, he, I think they, they also had some issues with his power unit, and uh, I think. Hamilton was in favor of just retiring for the race, but uh, the team decided that it's better if he stays out and uh, you know at least scores some points. So uh, it'll be interesting to see if that was a good decision or not. Uh, it was at least decent for this race, but uh, we don't know what the long-term implications of that could be. Yeah, th- that's why he didn't put up a fight with. Yeah, yeah, so- he was. Yeah, exactly. Uh, he was like, I'm just going to try to finish this race somehow. I don't really want to try to compete and mess up the car. So, exactly. Yeah, interesting so on, weekend. On that straight, he was pretty much a sitting duck. And yeah. we just saw same, just displays passing. Yeah, exactly. No defense or anything of that sort. Yeah, yeah just uh, crazy. And I think even uh, the, the reliability issues, right? They have been seen across the three three teams over this weekend if you think about right, it right right in 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 flashes it was seen even on uh, red bull right red bull, lost yeah. power in his uh, uh, flying lap in q3 mm-hmm. and then there were concerns that his grs wasn't turning on uh, yeah, in some part that was an interesting part too yeah i think it was mm-hmm. intermittent because i think they had a lap or two where it didn't turn on and then it started turning on properly again so whatever it is they were managed they managed to like you know circumvent whatever issues they had but that's right. A lot of reliability issues in general. Maybe they just come with all these upgrades that people are doing. You never know. Yeah, I just want to believe that. Yeah, probably it's because of upgrades, it probably yeah. something was amiss and it's recovered. But at least it's not uh, uh, encouraging to see all the top three teams Have face some sort issues. of yeah. uh, uh, engine issues or power issues or whatever. Right? Yeah. We always want to see racing, and we don't want anyone to dnf we don't want that kind of stuff we want everyone to be to have a fair chance and yeah exactly. exactly that's true yeah yeah let's let's talk a little bit about yeah i want to talk about botas too you know it's uh it's botas's performance has been pretty interesting i would almost say it's more uh it's kind of better than his performances at mercedes like of course he was he finished higher up the pack in Mercedes, but that was because the car was significantly quicker, right? We all know that. So, yeah, I don't know. He seems to be enjoying this more. He It looks like he's not under any kind of pressure anymore. He's just enjoying the races, putting up the best here as he can. And uh, it's hard to say what the, where that uh, and you know leads for him to end up. So, let's see. He's putting in even what he's to do at Mercedes, right? Being that consistent man who gets you points, who gets you yeah, yeah. places. He's just carried that forward, and he seems to be enjoying his time at uh, exactly Alpha Alpha Romeo a lot. Like yeah, he seems to be happy in general. His social media is lit. 
uh, I don't know, he, he had a bit of a rant over the weekend about United Airlines. Uh, I think he, his flight got cancelled a couple of times. He lost luggage. And yeah, I, I, I've not seen this from Bottas before. So it's good to see this. Yeah, I, even though his life might be a little out of sorts because of the package yeah. and baggage, yeah. all that stuff. At least he, he's got it together in the race, right? Like yeah, yeah, he finished yeah. sixth. Uh, exactly. So no no one could see this race and uh, you know decipher that he had a pretty messed up uh, travel weekend. So yeah. yeah. Let's also talk about uh, Ricardo. Uh, I don't know. I just saw this meme. This is pretty interesting. Uh, they say Ricardo was nowhere to be seen in the race because Netflix wasn't at this race. <laughs> <laughs> quite a, quite a good meme. Good meme. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> Yeah, I think even Ricardo would approve of it. Like, he would also, like, laugh at Yeah, yeah Ricardo's the, the guy who would approve of this. <laughs> He's like, exactly. It's like, yeah, if you yeah. want me to get on and then win the race, make sure Netflix, Netflix hands you the trophy or, like, exactly. Netflix post the champagne, something like that, and then exactly. definitely we'll see Ricardo on the podium or maybe even getting the win. Who knows? Yeah. Definitely an interesting race weekend. Uh, all the fans, thank you for tuning in and hearing us out. Uh, See you all from the real boats in uh, Monaco next weekend.